Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this podcast, I share knowledge, tips, and strategies to get healthy, lose weight, and prevent disease. In today's episode, I'm talking about the main differences between eating protein that comes from plants like soy products, beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds versus protein that comes from animal products like beef, chicken, pork, dairy, eggs, and the like. During this episode, I'll frequently talk about a very popular documentary called The Game Changers. I'll link to it in the show notes at reshapept.com forward slash blog forward slash six. You can rent it for a few dollars on YouTube or Amazon or get it for free if you already have Netflix. The Game Changers is a documentary that was produced by, among others, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan and talks about the differences between plant and animal-based protein sources, and why we should all be eating more plants. As the name entails, the documentary has a bend towards elite athletes and the performance and recovery benefits of reducing animal products in your diet and eating more plant-based products. While we aren't all incredibly conditioned athletes, we can still reap the benefits of eating more plants. I've always enjoyed watching health documentaries because I like how they mix science and stories. And while documentaries are often heavily biased and the game changers is no exception, I still think that most of the time you can find some hard hitting truth in them and the format can be especially motivating to change your behavior for the better. Along with advocating that you go and watch this documentary, I'll be highlighting some of the main differences between animal and plant-based protein sources. I especially like this documentary because you can go to their website and find a bunch of healthy plant-based recipes to try. And again, I will link to that website in the show notes for this episode. I thought it would be appropriate to expand upon the freebie that I used for last week's episode. So in this week's freebie, you can still learn how to calculate your protein needs, but I've also given a few of my go-to plant-based recipes and links to a few of those ingredients so that you can save time and just get them right from Amazon. You can grab that freebie at reshapept.com forward slash six download. All right, let's go ahead and do a quick overview of the main topics I'm covering today. First, I'll do a quick nutrition 101 overview and break down a few key points. Number one is going to be what are macronutrients? Number two, three simple questions to ask when determining if a food is generally good for you or not. And number three, why protein is important to eat in the first place. Next, I'll highlight some of the main differences between animal and plant proteins. Specifically, we're going to talk about the protein package or what else comes in the food besides just protein and how these additional substances can enhance or hinder performance, recovery, blood flow, and inflammation. Lastly, I'll share with you my favorite tips to get more plant-based protein in your diet. As I mentioned in my last episode, I don't think I've ever met a client who was getting the recommended amount of protein. When we first start working together, I usually don't care if they're eating plant or animal protein. But if they see a weight loss stall or want to improve their physical performance for some reason, then I'll start getting into the details of the differences and recommend more plant-based protein. As I covered in last week's episode, 
Eating enough protein is important to preserve as much lean muscle mass as possible when losing weight. Personally, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian. I do eat meat, dairy, eggs, and fish. Although as I continue to do more research in this area of weight loss and disease prevention, I'm definitely finding myself eating more plants and less meat products. The topic of getting enough protein is especially important for adults over 50 because they're at a higher risk of losing lean muscle mass and bone fractures. One way to prevent both is by eating adequate amounts of protein. If you're worried that I'm going to tell you to become a vegetarian at the end of this episode, don't worry, I'm not. I love meat just as much as most Nebraska girls, but I am going to encourage you to eat more plants and to consider changing your mindset to include some plants as a good source of protein in your diet. Also, if you're worried that eating plant-based protein sources will have too many carbohydrates and slow your weight loss efforts, you don't need to worry about that. The research doesn't support that, and I'm going to discuss why that is in future episodes. So whether you're a meat eater, vegan, vegetarian, or whatever else you want to call your dietary preferences, you will still get a ton of value from listening to this episode today, and I promise that you're going to be motivated to try out some new plant-based recipes. Let's dive into my quick nutrition 101 overview for you. First, I wanted to give you a simple framework for thinking about food and determining if a food is generally good for you. Protein is one of the three macronutrients or major nutrients that your body gets from food. The other two are going to be fat and carbohydrates. I teach my clients and course members to forget about the traditional food groups like fruits, vegetables, meat, dairy, etc., and just teach them to think about food in terms of macronutrients, so protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Nutrition and making healthy food choices to fuel your body properly becomes a lot easier when you think of food in terms of three simple questions. Number one, is this primarily a fat, protein, or carbohydrate? If it's a carbohydrate, is it a starch, sugar, or fiber? Question number two, how will those nutrients affect my insulin levels? And question number three, is this mostly whole, real, unprocessed food? Now let's talk a little bit more about why protein is important to eat in the first place. While we link dietary protein with the growth and maintenance of muscle, it's important to remember that protein is important for bone health too. One study that I found said that protein makes up roughly 50% of the volume of bone and about a third of its mass. Your body also uses protein to build and maintain other tissues like ligaments, hair, nails, and skin. Additionally, protein is used to make hormones and enzymes that keep your body functioning properly. Moving on to my second point in this podcast, I wanted to highlight some of the main differences between animal and plant-based proteins. Specifically, I'm going to talk about the protein package or what else comes in the food besides just protein and how these additional substances can enhance or hinder performance, recovery, blood flow, and inflammation. Before we do that, real quick, I'm going to give you a rundown of several different animal and plant proteins so that you can have some visual context for the rest of this episode. So major animal sources would be chicken, beef, 
pork, fish, shrimp, tuna, cottage cheese, string cheese, eggs, whey protein powders, some protein bars, and Greek yogurts. So when I say animal-based protein, that's the kind of food that I'm talking about there. And then plant-based sources would be things like beans, lentils, tofu, edamame, or other soy products, chickpeas, kidney beans, peanuts, almonds, and quinoa. When I say plant-based protein sources, those are the kinds of foods that I'm talking about. Now here comes the interesting part, and that's something that the Game Changers groupies call the protein package of plant versus animal-based sources. I want you to look at the animal sources of protein and consider where those animals get their protein. I like this quote from the Game Changers. What most people don't realize is that the animals they are eating are really just middlemen, since the majority of these animals get their protein from plants, where all protein originates. In fact, most of the largest and strongest animals on the planet, like elephants, rhinos, horses, and gorillas, are herbivores, and yet they get more than enough protein to build large muscles and maintain good health. The Game Changers website goes on to say that animals are not only protein middlemen, but they're actually very poor ones because they remove many of the beneficial aspects of the plants they consume, like the fiber and antioxidants, while concentrating contaminants and inflammatory compounds. When you're eating a plant or animal, you're eating more than just protein. With plants, you also get a lot of positive nutrients along with the protein, including fiber, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. Meat protein, on the other hand, tends to come with negative substances like inflammatory toxins. And I'm going to link to the protein package page on the Game Changers website if you want to learn more about the negative compounds that you get when you consume animal-based protein. And to see that link, just go to reshapept.com forward slash blog forward slash six. Eating plant versus animal-based protein has four major benefits. You're going to have reduced levels of inflammation, improved recovery times following a workout or injury, improved blood flow, and reduced body fat. In practical terms, you want your inflammation to be as low as possible. Reducing your total body inflammation will result in less joint pain and stiffness. Eating plant protein over animal protein is not the only way to reduce your inflammation, though. Another big way is to reduce how much sugar and refined carbohydrates you're eating. Lower levels of inflammation and improved blood flow will also reduce your risk for cardiovascular disease. And research shows time and time again that a plant-based diet is preventative against heart disease. While the Game Changers focused on the post-workout recovery time in elite athletes, this information could be translated into post-workout recovery times for anybody. You will be able to heal faster from a workout allowing you to not need as much rest time between workouts and enabling you to progress your weight training and strength gains faster if you eat more plant versus animal-based protein. If you've fallen or you've had another injury, the benefits of eating a plant-based diet can help you recover faster to get back on your feet. Lastly, it's important to note that eating a plant-based diet can also have positive effects on your body composition. 
For aging adults who tend to gain fat mass and lose muscle mass, this is especially desirable to boost your metabolism and augment your chance not only of weight loss success, but maintaining your weight loss for good. We know that protein is needed to maintain lean muscle mass, especially when losing weight. And research is saying that eating plant versus animal-based protein can augment your weight loss and more specifically fat loss success. The last point I wanted to discuss today was how I've taken this information and changed my lifestyle. Now I'm definitely not after perfection, just progress. I try to get just a little bit better every single day. I hope that you find these tips helpful to start incorporating more plants into your diet. Remember that I've put links to many of these food items in the freebie that goes along with this episode, and you can download that freebie at reshapept.com forward slash six download. So I have five tips for you today. The first tip is to switch to a plant-based milk. I use unsweetened vanilla almond milk in almost all of my favorite breakfast recipes, especially smoothies, lattes, and chia seed pudding. My next tip is to switch from a whey protein powder to a plant-based protein powder. And there's a lot of different ones on the market. I personally like the taste of the Garden of Life plant-based vanilla protein powder. My third tip is to save yourself time on meal prep by buying some stuff already made. For a quick lunch, I'll roast some broccoli and then put that broccoli with a pre-made quinoa brown rice blend and a pre-made chickpea masala blend. It's really good with avocado. And again, that recipe will be in the freebie for today's episode. Tip number four is to track your macronutrients, so carbs, protein, and fat. I like the Carb Manager application for this, and that's what I teach my clients and course members to use when tracking their food. It's really a great educational tool once you understand what numbers to pay attention to and how to use the application well. And lastly, I don't advocate tracking your food intake forever. Some people find that extra accountability to be helpful and needed, but I think that you should use it during your weight loss and initial weight maintenance phase to learn how much food and what types of food work best to help your body lose and maintain the weight and then keep eating like that for the rest of your life. To finish up today, let's quickly recap the main points. Today I gave you the recommendation to go and watch the Game Changers documentary, and I sincerely hope that you make time in your schedule this week to do that. The first topic I covered was a quick nutrition 101 overview. I explained what macronutrients are, gave you three simple questions to determine if a food is generally healthy, and explained why protein is important in your diet. Next, I highlighted some of the main differences between the protein package of plants versus animal-based protein sources, and how these additional substances in the food itself can enhance or hinder performance, recovery, blood flow, and inflammation. Lastly, I gave you my favorite tips to start incorporating more plant-based protein into your diet. This week, I have two action items for you. The first is to go and watch the Game Changers documentary. But here's a warning. Don't feel like you need to overhaul your whole diet afterwards. Trust me, you're going to want to do that. Instead, just look at the 60 to 90 minutes that you're going to watch the show as an informational time just where you're educating yourself. 
Go into it with an open mind and give yourself permission to take it or leave it at the end. Then, to make this super simple and actionable for you, I've already created a freebie for you so that you don't have to go sift through their whole website and be overwhelmed by the yummy recipes. Just go to reshapept.com forward slash six download to grab that freebie and learn how to calculate your protein needs and get just a few easy plant-based recipes to get you started. Real quick, if you've been listening to my podcast, you've already heard this, but it's very much worth repeating. I know that you have a ton of listening options, and it really does mean so much to me that you listen to this podcast. If you're getting value from the information that I'm sharing with you, please click that subscribe button and leave a review in iTunes. Those subscribes and reviews help this information get seen by and in turn help as many people as possible. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a ton of information and value that you can take action on and start seeing some great results. If you didn't know, February is American Heart Month and a great chance to advocate how to prevent heart disease. In next week's episode, I'm going to talk about what you can do to prevent heart disease. And not surprisingly, I'll be elaborating about what I discussed today and talk more about the benefits of a plant-based diet for disease prevention. I'll talk with you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.